Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks so much again for joining me. My motivational quote for today is by Emmanuel. It says, by choosing to be our most authentic and loving self, we leave a trail of magic everywhere we go. When you were a child, do you remember believing in magic with such gusto that to you it was real, not imaginary, and very much apparent throughout your life and throughout the year? Did you believe in Santa Claus at Christmas or the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy? Remember the joy and the thrill of waking up Christmas morning and knowing without a doubt that Santa had come through your chimney or magical doorway, if you didn't have a chimney or a fireplace, and magically presents were there in abundance. Or when you lost your baby teeth and magically money was left under your pillow. It had to be that awesome Tooth Fairy that visited during the night to leave you your treasure. I'm not sure what the going rate is for the Tooth Fairy these days. My boys are big. With the little things around you, you saw magic and believed that it was all possible. Lightning bugs at night during the summer. The awesome colors of a rainbow after a rainstorm as the sunlight tried to peek through. Or the magic and majesty of an orange and purple sunset that seemed to just talk to your soul. Where did all the magic go? Or is the real question, did we lose the vision of the magic that is still all around us every day? Today, my guest, Lee Miltier, is going to help us reclaim the magic in our lives and show us how to become the king or queen in our lives. Lee is a well-known and respected TV personality, motivational speaker, and a best-selling author, and she just recently founded Lee Miltier's School of Wisdom. Lee, thank you so much for being on. I'm really excited about today's topic. Connie, I was very excited about working with you. Uh, I love your architect of change uh, stuff, so thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, and I can't wait to jump in and talk about your book. It's called Reclaim the Magic. And you guys, I'll put all the information so that you can find it on Amazon and on Lee's um, website if you'd like an autographed copy. Um, but I really want to talk about what Reclaiming the Magic is. And Lee, I, I really feel before we started taping, you know, we were talking about we're all like zombies walking through life. And we've lost the magic or we've lost the perspective that we still have the power of magic. And I just think that's so sad. So in your new book, Reclaim, Reclaim the Magic, um, I guess my first question should be, what does that mean, <laughs> Reclaim the Magic? Well, I, you've done such a fantastic job setting that up. I love the Santa Claus and all that. Uh, the, you, you are a thousand percent right, Connie. Uh, when we're little kids, we're all possibility thinkers. And by the way, when you're kids, you laugh about four or 500 times a day. When you become an adult, the average adult only laughs less than 12 times a day. Um, our life uh, as adults has become one big to-do list and yeah. just stress of, you know, worried about, you know, the world is falling apart, the economy is crazy, we don't know what to trust, our 4OK is going to hell. I mean, it's just... <laughs> Every day there's just, you know, something horrific 
and more horrific happening. And what it's really done is cause for people massive depression, anxiety, fear, and but the most important thing, what it's done, it has caused people to lose the magic of the possibility thinking within them. You see, what real magic is is connection to spirit, the invisible world. And when we're kids, we certainly do believe in that. We believe that there is, you know, magical spirits and fairies and, you know, angels and all that. And as we get to be adults, the world has has programmed us to be grouchy, uh, not uh, optimistic, uh, you know, very pessimistic. And yes, the doom and gloom. Yeah, it's all doom and gloom. And, and, you know, what's happening is people are suffering through life. They're not really waking up in the morning realizing there is, there is so much to be – we are creators. And, and so we can create bad stuff and we can re- create good stuff. And we're co-creating with the universe. And so our thoughts are real. And, you know, most people don't really believe this. They don't understand that we're made of electrical energy and that your thoughts have an electrical energy component to them and that, you know, the quantum physics is alive and real, uh, uh, that, you know, the law of attraction, you know, the the old saying, uh, you know, if you're a positive person, positive people are attracted to you. If you're a negative person, negative people are attracted to you. We invoke the law of attraction around us all the time. And the other thing is what you focus on always expands. But here's a really important point, Connie. We are self-fulfilling prophecies. And 80% of an average person's thought every single day is negative. And then what happens is, is their expectations start to be negative. And then we, you know, if you, if people study the brain, your, your brain can only focus in on so many things at a day. But if you've already predisposed it to everything is bad and bad things are going to happen and have to, I'm afraid and I'm a victim in life. What happens is you tend to almost attract those bad things to yourself because one, you're looking for them and two, they're in your field of vision. So my book is really about people taking back their power that they can create a much happier, much prosperous life if they're willing to use some universal principles. Now, I, I wish I'd invented these principles, but I did not. They've been around. They're, they're in the Bible. They're in philosophy. They're in metaphysical materials. They're in motivational materials. Uh, they're all over the place. It's just, again, uh, on an average day, a person who is, let's say, working around the house and got the radio or TV on, they're being exposed to over 3,000 negative messages a day. Now, this has a terrible cumulative effect on your attitude and your belief and your optimism. Not to count the fact that the problem that that children are having today, and I know you just mentioned your boys, is that they're being told information that is not true, that there are no jobs, you know, their generation, you know, they're kind of screwed. None of that is true. That is the media's perception on it. So, if you if you invest in my book, Reclaim the Magic, the subtitle is The Real Secrets of Manifesting Anything You Want. And it's really about understanding that success is an inside job. In fact, that was the name of my, one of my first books, Success is an Inside Job, that you literally 
create an energy field, a vibration. We have five kinds of energy, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial energy every day that you have the opportunity to spend as your currency. And what I do is teach you to spend that currency in a totally different way than has been programmed by society by often well-meaning but clueless people in our society, in our school system, in our church system. Yeah, and I, I want to interject just uh, just a couple of thoughts with, with everything you just said so people can really, like, listen and stop for a second. 3,000 negative messages per day between the, the radio, TV, something you read, uh, 80% negative thoughts. We think 80, 80% of our thoughts are negative which just lowers our expectation or creates these negative expectations of self. When we were kids, we laughed four to 500 times a day as adults, 12 times a day. That, I think, of all the statistics you gave, just broke my heart, I have to be honest. What happened to that joy of just waking up on a summer day and thinking, I'm going to play all day, right? Now we wake up and we think, oh, my God, what do I have to get done? Your to-do list, like you mentioned. Other thing I want to comment on, which kind of scares me, is, and I see it with my kids, you're exactly right, the media, the education, all of these um, things that they're ex- exposed to or hear or whatever, the information they're gaining. My son leaves for college actually in less than two weeks, um, late, first time, he's going to be a freshman. And um, going about an hour and 45 minutes away, so it's not the end of the world. But here's the thing. We picked a college based on if they had a hockey team so that he can play. And yesterday he said to my husband and I, because uh, now it's getting close, remember, oh, I don't know if I'm going to play hockey. So I got really upset with him. And I said, why aren't you going to play hockey? And he says, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle the academics and the sport. And I, can I tell you, I stopped and I paused. He's, he's an intelligent kid. The ath- when, when they, my kids play sports, they actually do better academically. Because why? It forces them to be um, organized with their time and oxygen to the brain. They're moving their body. They're with their teammates. They're having fun, right? What a concept. And I was really upset that he's thinking of not trying out. It's the negative um, information that he's getting. College is hard. You have to study. Yeah, college is hard. He's smart. He'll figure it out. They don't realize that. So I I really hope everybody listening that we do take the time to talk to our kids, maybe teach some of these concepts to them so that they can gain better control over 3,000 negative messages per day. That's mind-blowing to me and maybe help them laugh a little bit more. So I just, I apologize for interrupting, but I had a comment on that because I think it's disgusting that (laughs) I'm very passionate right now, Lee, aren't I? That's okay. That, I, I yeah, totally agree with you. Yeah, that that we are allowing the media and all of the other crap that goes on around us to really overtake us. So now my next my next question for you, and thank you for that wonderful intro and those statistics, because I really hope they're resonating and, and people are angry. <laughs> Not that I wanted to be angry with the if, if I, if, Connie, if I may just just continue yes. that to complete yes. that thought. Okay, so there is a solution here, and, 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 and you can enact on it, and, and, and you brought this up, and a lot of people will identify with this, that, you know, 
People with children really should not allow the news to be played in their house. If they if they want to go seek out the news, that's one thing. But the kids should not be exposed to that. Uh, when the kids are exposed to bad things, the parents should be the voice of authority and be saying, well, look, you know, maybe that's true for some people, but that's not true for us or you. And don't let that poison arrow of a thought go into your mind. And when I was growing up, I will tell you, I grew up on a ranch, six, uh, uh, two, um, two and a half miles from the nearest secondary highway. My father would not allow us to watch but one hour of television a day, and it was only, um, you know, usually something he liked you know, like a Western or a Bonanza or some crazy thing like that. And we were not allowed to to be exposed to the news. And, you know, then there was only three channels. So, and, and I will tell you that um, when I tell people this, they think I'm crazy, but the over, the, the, the children are suffering so much anxiety today because their, their worldview is we're screwed. Whether they yeah. know it or not, that's their worldview. And so the parents, you know, it's very, and I talk about this in my book, you know, it's really up to you to set the tone of the energy level in your home. So, you know, with that said, that's a little kind of a wrap up on that thought. Yeah, and, and it's sad because you hear more teenage suicides, um, you know, they that the child, I guess, feels that they can't get control. And I think it's because of all the negative that they're hearing, again, on the news, in the media, at school. Um, it's it just, it, the whole thing is just mind-blowing how we let things get out of control. We have a couple of minutes before we take a break. And I'm really curious that I know I try try is the operative word here, meditation. And I, I'm hearing more and more that more executives, um, more successful people, they do meditation. Why is meditation so important for re- getting that, that magic back in our lives? Well, most of the time, you know, what we're doing is we're accessing information that the outside world is giving us. It really behooves people to meditate to access for their inner power, their inner connection. Um, and you, you have to be quiet to do that. And meditation isn't just, you know, sitting cross-legged somewhere, you know, uh, with a candle in front of you. Meditation can be walking in nature, playing with your animals, your animal companions. It can be, uh, you know, walking on the beach. Uh, it can be knitting, actually. Anything, uh, it can be, you know, in, in acting on a hobby, like I'm an artist. So a lot of times when I'm painting, I really go into a very meditative state. But what happens is, is my I'll ask the question, and the universe will answer me through my intuition. But it's through meditation. It's like when all the clutter in my mind starts to just quiet, that small little inner voice can talk to me. You can call it God, you can call it your higher self, uh, whatever you want to call it. Unless you get away from the noise of the outside world, you cannot hear that inner calling of, you know, this would be good for you, or don't do that, or, uh, you know, that inner guidance that is always right when people will actually listen to it. But in our world, we have forgotten to listen to our instincts. We have forgotten to listen to our intuition. And in the book, I talk a great deal about 
that your intuition is your truest form of guidance because there are so many illusions in the world. There are so many con artists and, um, you know, people trying to take your money and take advantage of you. And people are very gullible and they believe the, the flash. And the truth is there's a lot of very unsavory characters in the world. And if you're quiet and you really ask, you know, does this feel true? Does this feel honest? Is this right for me? It, it, you know, you'll get messages. I, I call it the head, heart, um, gut connection. And I never make a decision without having meditated on something and connecting. Is my head okay with this? Does my heart feel right with this? Does my gut feel good about this? And I, I go through the details of how to do that. But we don't teach intuition. We don't teach instincts. And I live by – I'm a very successful person, and I can contribute – at least 95% of that, you know, to hard work, and also I really follow my intuition. I don't care how attractive a deal looks, how much money they're throwing at you, how much you're going to save. If it doesn't feel right, I will walk away, and I said it yeah. saved me so much in my life. Yeah, and, and we'll take a break in a sec, but I do want to just comment on that. When I first started out many, many, many years ago, um, I was selling insurance, and the ma my sales manager would come out with me because I knew nothing, right, and about the products, et cetera. And I remember that we were in a, in a home, and he was saying something to a client who had an existing policy. Later on, I, I realized what it was. We got in the car. He made, he made the sale, right, I'm observing and I said to him, I don't want that sale. And he goes, what do you mean? You have to make a goal and really yelled at me. And I said, I don't know what you just did, but that didn't feel right to me. And I don't want that sale. Just So I don't care if I don't meet my goals and I don't care. You can keep yelling at me, but I don't want that sale. Give it to one of the other new agents. And he was so disgusted with me. And the next day, he really teased me about it in front of everyone. And then year, about a year later, when you really, it takes about a year when you have a new job to truly understand what's going on and he was flipping policies and eventually that policy that he sold the new this person um the old policy was paying for it but both of them would implode at some point and this elderly gentleman wouldn't have insurance so i didn't understand that at the time because you're starting to learn but i knew it didn't feel right and i didn't take that business and i'm glad i didn't many many years later um, Prudential, it was Prudential. They were in big trouble for doing these flipping of the policies, and a lot of agents were were fined. I was not because I would never have done that, but I knew right now I could have had that one on my book of business, um, but I wouldn't accept that. So it's just interesting. I agree that listen to your gut. I didn't know why, but I knew it didn't feel right. That's the only description I could give. Let's take a quick break, Lee, and then when we come back, I want to talk about um, your your – the five energies, you kind of mentioned them already. I want to talk about how they impact our ability to manifest. And if you can explain that, that would be awesome. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll talk about that. A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. 
So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back. We are talking with Lee Milter, and we are talking about her book, Reclaim the Magic, and she's giving us some awesome insight about how we can manifest really anything we want and just start to reclaim the magic in our life and be happy and wonderful and all those good things like we were when we were children. So you you mentioned before the five kinds of energy, and I'm going to talk about a free gift you're giving away later for this, but can you briefly tell us the impact those energies have on how we can manifest and take control? Uh, sure, Connie. The, the thing about it is, uh, and I, I give great explanation of this in the book, but there, we have five currencies each day. And most people just think you have money as your currency. But we have five life currencies, and that would be mental energy, physical energy, emotional energy, spiritual energy, and then, of course, financial. So I'll just give you a briefness. All right? Your mental energy every single day is determining pretty much also your emotions. So if you you are in a good mood and excited and you're a possibility thinker, you're going to be a lot more creative. You're going to find solutions a lot faster to any kind of problems that you have. And you are a, a real attractor to money and, and prosperity. Uh, emotional energy is very important because that determines your moods. For example, if you are in a bad mood for about 20 or 30 minutes, uh, if you would sit down and analyze what were you thinking during that time that you were in a bad mood, you will see that you were having victim thoughts like, I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to get this, you know, I don't have enough money, my health is bad, you know, nobody loves me, you know, just negative, negative, negative. But you can pull yourself out of that by literally doing a pattern interrupt on yourself, which is just an NLP technique of reframing the situation, looking at it from a different perspective, or do something really bright like just, you know, to a, a total, you know, pattern interrupt, go play with your pets or go walk outside or, you know, go make a phone call, do something that just breaks the thought. It, it just, your emotional energy is so powerful. And it also creates your health. So, uh, and your spiritual energy is how much time per day do you really focus in on listening to your intuition, getting in touch with that inner, inner knowing part of you, that God source within yourself. And then, of course, your finances, you know, everybody knows about that. But, you know, most people really don't, understand how that they can use their energy. So the gift I have for you, because we have such a short time today, is uh, there are five small videos, and they are about 15 to 20 minutes each. Uh, I normally sell this video series for $97, but because you're listening to Connie on the Architect of Change, uh, we're going to gift you this, and all you have to do is go to the website, Five types of energy dot com and that's F I V E types of energy dot com. And just sign up. You'll get the videos, and uh, they're free. There's no obligation. Um, and so you, it'll change your life to see how valuable 
this information is. Um, I recommend you do get the book, not just because I wrote the book, but because if you really would like your life to be different, if you really want more prosperity and more peace of mind and more happiness in your life, you've got to learn how to take your back, your power back and your energy back from the world. And I explain in great detail how to do that in the book, yeah. Reclaim the Magic. And- and and Lee, that's great. Thank you so much for offering that. What I'll do is I'll also post the five types of energy dot com so that folks can link right into it and um and listen to those videos. So that's awesome. I love I love um sharing information and giving information away like that that is so valuable. So my next so you answered that question and I love that the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual and financial energy, those life currencies that we start with each day and how we can undermine ourselves. So the next um, question I have for you is that by understanding those currencies, right, that we each have and that sometimes we think we don't have control over maybe your physical being, like you said, you're unhealthy or you're you're ill, how do we gain control? Um, You talk about in the book it's important for us to know our personal truth and that we don't live our personal truths and how that really does have a negative impact on us. Can you tell us why it's so important for us to really do what our sole purpose is in life? You know, uh, Dr. Oz had an interesting show on life energy, um, I, I guess about six months ago, and it really brought to people's attention how important it was that they pay attention to their life energy. And he actually talked about how a lot of illness uh, was created when people were not being their authentic selves. He said, when you when you have to put on a mask and pretend that you're something that you're not, you're wasting all this energy. You're kind of burning your reservoir of health energy. And I think that that was very well put because when we're not truly who we are, one, we're not really happy. And back in the beginning of our conversation here, you talked about your son and, and, and you know, the playing of the sports and because he'd be moving and he was happy. Happiness is a, a, one of the greatest health secrets of all time being happy in life is it makes you creative it makes you healthy it makes you vibrant it makes your body very healthy and it's just a lot of people don't even know who they really are our world is the kardashian insane reality of people being famous for being famous and a lot of the younger generation thinks, you know, I just want to be rich and famous. So they don't really care how they get there. But most people who are very famous in our society are really not famous for good things. They're really famous for, for they're infamous, which a lot yes. of people don't know the differences. They're infamous. Yes. But I, I would like to say that um, – in my book, I shared my own struggles with learning how to be authentic. Uh, I grew up with a, uh, a raging alcoholic father who was like six foot four, three hundred pounds, uh, oh my and he was very violent. And I was a pleaser. And there are two kinds of people in the world. There are pleasers and self-servers. And when you grow up in a very negative environment, you become a pleaser. And what that really means is is that you don't really access yourself. You're accessing people around you. You're trying to please them. You're trying to keep them calm. You know, you're just trying to keep peace and harmony in your world. And you'll you'll turn yourself into a pretzel, you know, trying to make everything, everybody happy. And you, you're denying yourself. And 
as an, as I became an adult and realized this was not working for me, I'm a recovering pleaser today. Um, <laughs> I like that term. <laughs> I, 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 I now started to realize that I, this, I have to be who I am. So, for instance, when I wrote the book, Reclaim the Magic, I, I'm in the business world. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a very large, successful several businesses, and I was – a little nervous about coming out there and just telling the truth about who I really am and who my authentic self is and how spiritual I am and, and how I use spiritual techniques and, and, and strategies in my business world. And my fear was that I, you know, as a businesswoman by day and a metaphysician by night, so to speak, that, you know, my clients would abandon me. Well, just the opposite happened. As a matter of fact, when I wrote the book, not only did my clients buy it and love it and say this is one of the best self-help books I've ever read in my entire life, they bought it for clients, it had the opposite of that reaction, and, and, and that was because I really told the truth. Yep. That, you know, whether you like me or not, this is my truth. Yep. And if truth, people would truth, do that. The truth, shall, shall set, blah, blah, the truth shall set you free. Yeah, and not only that, but people are so hungry for authenticness versus the fake illusion that we live in that they gravitate towards you. So um, having having a very high ethics standards and high integrity standards and then, you know, just accept the fact that not everybody's – you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but – if you're really authentic and truthful and, and have great integrity, people will gravitate towards you that are supposed to be in your life. Absolutely. And, and well said. And it's funny because my business just, you know, knock, knock on wood every time I say this, grows. And I'm, I'm always amazed, not because I don't think I'm good at what I do. I know I'm good at what I do. But that when people refer me and refer me and refer me, it's touching to me because I think, oh, they get me. Oh, my message is resonating with them. It feels good. But that's because they know that when they're, in, when they're with me, I'm honest. And I really, really i am there to help them become better whatever it is that, that we're, we're um, coaching them on or teaching or whatever. So I, I think that when you said it well, when you're authentic, people are pulled towards you because there's so much false faces and, and the Kardashian, what a great example of nothingness, you know, and this is what gets promoted and makes a lot of money. It's kind of absurd when you think about it. We have literally less than two minutes. I want you to, if it, I always like to end with the person, my guest, sharing a maybe two tips or three tips that you think are truly important in, in that two minutes that we have left. Uh, well, the most important tip that I'm going to share with you is that, and you might want to write this down, your point of power is this very moment, that the past is a locked door, so whenever you find yourself wandering in your mind back into the past and beating yourself up or living in the past, pull yourself out of that. That is a locked door. You cannot change the past, but you can learn from it. The future is made of your imagination. And so a lot of people have a hard time staying in the present. They're always into the future. And I want you to know that you just got to trust life. The future will be just fine if you do the right things right here in the present. Mm 
Because right now in the present, this second in time, now is where all your power is. And if you focus your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial energy for right now and plant the seeds for the future that you want and imagine the future that you want, use visualization, mental rehearsal, control your self-talk, and then really set very good goals that are uh, in, in alignment with who you really are, then, you know, your future is going to be very bright. Stay away from the negative news. I'm not saying stick your head in the sand and not know what's going on, but you, you can glance through a paper or a magazine and read the headlines and really know all you need to know. You don't have to mire in, you know, the, the, the mud of it all and depress yourself. And remember that you can change your mood in about 30 seconds. So if you, if you inundate yourself in the newspaper, your mood will shift to a bad place in about 30 seconds. So, you know, read books, listen to motivational tapes, listen to, you know, Connie, listen, you know, listen to things that uplift you. And, and also remember, you are a role model for good or bad. So yeah. choose the the good. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. We're all role models, and we want to take the power away from the quote. And I put, I'm doing quotes with my hands, even though nobody could see it. The role models out there, the Kardashians, the Justin Bieber's, and not that they're bad people, I don't think, but I don't think their message is a wonderful one either. So I, I, I you know, maybe they're being their authentic self. I don't know, but I, I really hope that we can produce, and that's the premise of my whole show. And Lee, the premise of your whole book is let's create that magic and take back the power for ourselves and not become what we think society or our mom or our dad or a brother or sister or husband or wife thinks we should be. Just be who you are, who you were meant to be. And all good things happen from there. Um, everyone, we're, we're really out of time, but I do want to just comment again. I will put Lee's website, which is www.miltier.com, and that's M-I-L-T-E-E-R.com. If you buy her book through that, Lee will autograph it. You can also get the book on Amazon and some really cool news. Um, Lee's book, Reclaim the Magic, was um, Amazon best-selling. It was in, in May, right, uh, Lee? I yes, May 14th, we made bestseller in four categories. Yay for Lee. <laughs> and the last thing I will post is your free gift. I'll put the, the link for the five types of energy.com. You can sign up and listen to those 20 minute videos. I highly recommend it. And Lee, thank you so much for offering that to the listeners. I really do appreciate that. I love giving free information away. And if it helps someone, I think we did our job today. We uh, did. Lee, thank, yeah, absolutely. Right. So thank you for that. And thank you so much for being on the show. I feel like the half hour goes so quickly and I feel like we got so much information out there, which I love. And I hope people listen to, this show a couple of times to really uh, get what we were talking about and understanding the control of the five currencies and the control of our thoughts and all the things we talked about. And my last thought is, everybody, let's find our, our child in us and start laughing more. Uh, the four to 500 times a day works a lot better than 12 times a day. Um, so I like, I like that statistic as well. Um, Lee, thank you so much again for being on and uh, go out and buy her book. I read it. I loved it. It was a quick read. I read it while I was on the beach on vacation. Uh, so very, very well, well worth the, the read and the time to put in. I hope you guys will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves 
so we all embrace change and realize that change is easier and more and possible and easier than we oftentimes think. Um, thank you for my awesome guest. Again, I'll post all that info so you can connect with Lee as well. Lee, by chance, are you on LinkedIn? I am. And Facebook as well? Absolutely. I have three okay. pages on Facebook and a page on LinkedIn for sure. Okay, awesome. So folks can connect with you and see different posts and information uh, that you get out there as well. So everybody go go and find Lee uh, on, on um, all those platforms. Um, thank you all again for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Have a wonderful, exciting, and inspired week. Change the negative thoughts. Start with that. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.